Hey everyone, Don here. Welcome to Friday Night Stripes. We're going to do another uh, pregame episode today. Just a quick little uh, episode going over a single topic, uh, something that can refresh your brain on on how what the rules are and on, on a specific topic. Um, before we jump in, the the last episode was on uh, safety, touchback force, that sort of thing. Um, and sure enough, after that, I had a game where that came right into account. We had a, um, we had a with the ball at the a 10, um, fourth down ball is snapped over the punter's head. He retreats to the end zone, um, tries to pick it up, fumbles it. The defense fumbles with it as well. There's a defensive player laying on the end line, um, who reaches out and, and recovers the ball. So, a couple things there. One, the ball is now out of bounds. It touched a player who is out of bounds, therefore the ball is out of bounds. So then the question is, what do we do with it? Who, who is it a safety? Is it a touchback? Um, what do we have? So, obviously, A was the one who put the ball in the end zone. It, it was their force that put it in the end zone, therefore... All we have is we have a safety. Um, I bring this up because it actually generated some discussion on the field for us as officials in that game where all five of us came together and not all of us were on the same page. We had a couple who believed that this was a touchback. Um, and it took explaining that, no, the, the, the responsibility of the ball being in the end zone was on A. Regardless of what happens once it's in the end zone, there, you cannot have a new force in the end zone. Therefore, even though B was the last to touch it and was the one to put it out of bounds, it was not their responsibility that put it in the end zone. Therefore, it was a safety, and we went from there. Um, it took three or four minutes of discussion, which is never a great thing, um, but we got it right in the end, and that, that's, that's very important. So um, moving on to today's topic... Uh, today's topic is on substitutions and this again comes from, um, a game I literally had last night where, where it came up twice and, and it's, it's good to, to clear out some misconceptions that, that happen because of college rules or because of misunderstanding of rules or, or what have you. Um, so let's talk about substitutions real quick. The, um, so this is rule three dash seven and an article one is, is the, is the, is the baseline of this between downs. Any number of eligible substitutes may replace players, replace players shall begin to leave the field within three seconds. That is it. That is what is required in order to not have an illegal substitution and too many men on the field. It is literally that one thing. Replace players shall begin to leave the field within three seconds. Okay. Um, there are other ones, but that's the most important one. And I want to touch on a couple of misconceptions that come around that. And then we'll go into the rest of this. Um, so first off, can a team break a huddle with 12 players? In college? No, they cannot. In high school? Absolutely. If... 11 are in a huddle and a 12th joins them and within a second they immediately break the huddle and then one of them starts to leave the field. That's all perfectly legal because that replaced player 
began to leave the field within three seconds. They can break the huddle with 12. Now, if that 12th player came in and they huddled for five seconds or so and then broke, well, then, yeah, you've already gotten a legal substitution because the replaced player did not begin to leave the field within three seconds. That is literally it. That is the definition of illegal what causes a legal substitution. So, so let, don't confuse it with the college rule as far as breaking the huddle. And, and when you see a substitute come on, make sure that you're watching for that substitute to come off so that you know it was within three seconds. I'm going to leave it up to you, your crew, your association to dictate um, how stringently you hold to that three seconds. If it's 3.2 seconds or three and a half seconds, are you going to flag it? That, that's up to your your just you to decide um, if you can time it that closely. Um, but it, it, it's a general feel of there can be a pause and then somebody's got to leave the field. Um, and that's usually the best way to handle it. Um, the, and that, that came, that happened in the game we had, um, where there were 12 on, a, on the field and then the replaced player began to leave. Um, I was the back judge, so I wasn't particularly watching the offense a whole lot. I was counting my defensive players. So it looked funny to me um, because it felt like it had been plenty of time for that player to leave the field because the coaches were yelling at him. He was already starting to line up in his position. So we may have had 12 on the field in that case. Um, but again, I was I was counting my defense. It, 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 I wasn't responsible for the offense there. So I, I could be completely wrong, but just remember to keep an eye on the substitutes when they come in, where's the guy coming out and, and just keep an eye out for them. It, it's something that in addition to all of your other duties as wing officials, um, umpire, referee, you, you kind of roughly have to keep an eye on. Um, and, and by the way, that, that rule is both offense and defense. There, there's no distinction in the rule book as far as substitutions between offense and defense, none again in college, there is in high school. There is no distinction. They both have three seconds for the replaced player to begin to leave the field. Um, the second uh, incident we had was we had the offense lining up with 10 Offense sends out another player to rush onto the field on his side of the neutral zone, rushes onto the field, lines up in position inside the numbers, and is set. And the opposing coaches went nuts. For some reason, they're like, they can't do that. He can't. That is, that's a legal substitution. That's too many men. That He can't substitute like that. It wasn't too many men. They are perfectly allowed to rush onto the field. And, and get set in position without going to the huddle. There was nothing wrong with it. And after the play, I turned to the coach. I said, coach, what rule? What makes that illegal? And he's like, and, and he held up his hands like, I, you're right. I, I have no argument there. Um, so that, that's the two situations that happened to me um, just last night. So it, it's, a, it's a question of just being versed in the rules and making sure you understand what, what, constitutes an legal substitution. Um, we had one, um, there, there was one question on a test somewhere, I, I, I won't specify where, where it talked about um, a defensive player 
So balls at the A5, I'm sorry, the B5, um, and B substitutes, and B, the, the replaced player, realizes how far he has to go into the offense's backfield in order to um, get off the sideline. So he just runs out the over the inline out of bounds and then goes around. Well, Article 2 does not allow that um, of 3-7 because it says a player, replaced player, or substitute is required to leave the field at the side on which his team box is located and go directly to his team box. So he could have run through the end zone out of bounds to the side where his team box was and then gotten up, but he could not go over the end line. Um, that is, that is again, a legal substitution. Um, the, the last thing I want to clarify is the distinction between illegal substitution and illegal participation and whether um, you're required to shut down the play in order to be able to call legal substitution. Um, now, I, I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on my history and whether this changed within the last six years or not. I remember coming in, we were told, if you're going to call legal substitution, you have to kill the play at the snap. Um, you've got to get that play killed. Otherwise, once the play starts, the legal participation. And that's not true. Um, Article... Five, um, I'm sorry, no. Um, Article four says during a down, a replaced player or substitute who attempts unsuccessfully to leave the field and who does not participate in or affect the play constitutes an illegal substitution. And down in the penalty statement, it says that for that article, it's a live ball foul. So if you've got a player running out of bounds trying to get off the field and he doesn't make it, and again, it's up to you, your crew, and your association, what you determine constitutes a he did not make it um, in order to throw a flag, um, that is a live ball foul. You drop the flag and you continue to officiate the rest of the play, and then you enforce. Um you do not have to kill it in order to keep it from being a legal participation. Um, I do not have a history of rule books or else I'd look up to see if that changed within the last five years. And that's why that's something I was taught um, six years ago. So um, those are all, that's really, it's a very small section, but it's one that you have to deal with on every almost every play, and it's something that when something funky happens, you're going to be stretching your brain a little to figure out, okay, did I get this right or not? So wanted to hit that real quick, cover a couple situations that I had seen in a single game um, just to prove that it, it happens consistently and just to be ready for it. And I hope you all have uh, uh, great games. So we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to Friday Night Stripes. Show notes and links to all of the episodes can be found on our website at FridayNightStripes.com. Reviews on Google Podcasts or Apple iTunes are always appreciated as they will help us reach more officials. We are always looking to talk to officials everywhere, so if you want to be a guest, please email hello at FridayNightStripes.com. If you have comments, ideas, or want to correct a mistake we made, you can email us at hello at FridayNightStripes.com. You can also continue the conversation by joining the Facebook group, Friday Night Stripes, 
or following us on Twitter at Friday Night Stripes. Show music is Fight 'Em Down by Flash Fluidy, licensed by PremiumBeat.com. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.